Hello listeners, this is Lee Price. This is Will Ford from Football365. And you're listening, smartly, to At, At The, the Bridge, Bridge Pod, Pod, a Chelsea, Chelsea FC podcast. podcast, although I would describe it as THE Chelsea FC Podcast. from Eden Hazard, Kai Havertz in the Champions League final, Ivanovic! In the middle, it's just behind him, but it's by Hakim Ziyech. Matic with the ball driver! It's time for another episode of At The Bridge Pod, your number one Chelsea FC podcast, coming up on this episode. And with the first pick of the 2023 injury-prone superstar draft, At The Bridge Pod, select... Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of At The Bridge. I'm joined in a festive virtual room filled with lions. I've got Ollie, I've got Berth, and I've got Mr. Christmas himself, Chris. It's the Friday show. Put on those Santa hats because it's the first of December. Come Chris, on! How can you hate Christmas when your first when your name is the first five letters of it. Exactly. I mean, maybe please. that's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. My name is also Chris here. It is. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and I love it. So I don't know what's happened with, with other yeah, Chris. Yeah, it's true. Right, yeah, but cool. you got to think. But like me and you are like yin and yang, aren't we? You know what I mean? Like you love Go it, on. I hate <laughs> it. So elaborate. we're like keep elaborating, Chris. We're like the uh, the positive and negative of it. That's that's what we are. <laughs> I you tell you what, positive, I used to. Sorry to I do the negative. They say opposites attract, folks. Story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like it. This story is amazing. When I was five, um, whenever I used to send a, a Christmas card to my uh, nan and granddad, mm. because obviously I was five, I couldn't really write properly. I still can't write properly, but when I was five, it was even worse. Um, instead of saying Chris or Christopher, I used to write Christ. <laughs> so they got a Christmas card. Wow. Year. Bloody hell. This used to oh. be a football show. Yeah, it used to be, <laughs> didn't it? Remember those days? Oh, those were good. Um, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to this weekend? You put your tree up yet, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Tree's up. Good uh, man. <laughs> I'm really happy about that, Chris, as well. Yeah. It's been up a while. Put a star bit, on the tree. To be fair... I, I did decorate the outside of the house yesterday, so I don't know what oh, you lot nice. want from me. Whoa. I'll try and get into it somehow, but I, I, all know. I'm saying is, it's not <laughs> it's not Christmas per se, it's the fact that Christmas starts so early. Now, it's the 1st of December, you can you can fill your boots, you can celebrate as much as you want. Get Are you going to be happy now, Chris? People uh, like I, won't, I, won't, I won't go that far. Chris is, people sometimes Chris, on these kind of shows on these podcasts people think that people putting on characters but this is actually just what Chris is like. Chris has officially <laughs> announced the start of Christmas what a ledge yeah what a ledge. there you go oh man I mean to be fair there is something I'm I'm looking forward to a couple of fun games this weekend across Europe you got Leverkusen Dortmund Napoli Ooh, P- Nap- I was for some reason I've wrote Napoli PSG even though that is not the game it's Napoli Inter yeah, anyway, I don't know why I put that. Uh, but the one that I'm really looking forward to to warm me up on a cold December is Barcelona Atletico because it is live on ITV4 this weekend for English. Ooh, no, that's my watchers. highlight too. English, yep, England, England watchers. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It basically, if you've got the B- ITV, you can watch it or you can use a VPN. I don't know. So, of all the games this weekend that you're really looking forward to, Chelsea Brighton isn't the one. That's all. I, I, I tell you what, it was <laughs> such a difficult decision. I mean, I thought, oh, look at that. We get. I knew it would be Brighton. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, great. Mm. I don't think my, my highlight uh, of the weekend is actually going to be uh, just having a nice reminisce and think about how uh, you know, like our our Spotify wrapped stats as the podcast. Oh, they were bloody good, yeah. weren't they? they were we were very, very. We were great. so so pleased. We've had wow. such a brilliant 2023. We want to thank. Every single one of you great listeners, you know, mm-hmm. we say you're awesome and treat yourself well because we can't make the show without you. No, it's amazing. Uh, what, it's... What, we've, what we've been able to do with with this show is is fabulous. And yeah. and just yeah. long may it continue. Yeah, uh, it's still it's just surreal just reading it because you're like, oh, wow. But it's real. <laughs> you just it's it's yeah, I, I don't know. I, I read it and I'm just like, this is incredible. And I am so appreciative and grateful. I mean, to be fair, it's real as well. Mikey, I can't speak for you here, but like when me and you first started this podcast, I don't think we ever thought no. it'd be sort of this ever-growing thing where like Ollie would be involved, where Chris would be involved. Mm. We didn't think we'd get like this fan base that we got. We didn't think we'd ever have a Discord. Like, it's been yeah. an amazing thing to do and to see it grow and sure. grow and grow. Um, and it's just really heartwarming to see that. And it's, uh, you know, hopefully it keeps growing. And, and you know, yeah. with me, we all love 
hearing like the great comments that we get yeah and, um, they, uh, yeah, we, yeah. We, we just love each and every one of the fans so 100 yeah. right we've had our bit of news but let's find out the chelsea news to check out the news you may have missed in the elevator of Chelsea news Andre Santos expected to be recalled by Chelsea Timo Werner does not want to make a move to Manchester United Richard Pochettino would ideally like a bit of proven Premier League quality added to the squad Sin Bins are set to be introduced into professional football after the game's lawmakers decided to trial the revolutionary move and finally the game between HJK Helsinki and Aberdeen had to be stopped because some Aberdeen fans thought they were behind the goal. They were throwing snowballs at the Helsinki goalkeeper. And that wasn't even the best part for me. Later on, they had to stop the game again because they had to plough the field clean of snow. So the tractors, if you can imagine, were going around like Zambonis at a, a hockey game. That's oh. great. Do you know what? I don't think that should have been abandoned. I think whatever happens, happens. Because if it's at least if, only if it was in, if it was in the first half. Well, it had to be in stopped. The second half, in the abandoned? second half. No, but well, that's what I mean. They should have let it go on in the second half, as long as it was happening in the first half. The other team gets to do it. <laughs> that's that's a good idea. That's a very and good idea. Then again, maybe they don't want to throw snowballs at their own keeper. You know, the fans there, but there'll be a few. There'll be a couple. I'm just pulling and pulling the uh, the game. Ended two two, and it definitely did not get abandoned. Oh, oh, awesome. oh I mean, that'd have been all. I'd love to have seen that. I mean, I did, but I mean, actually, be there. Oh dear, Chris, Chris. Now you mentioned earlier about January business in our little WhatsApp group. So, you know, in which we, we will touch on that in listener questions with Osman. But other than a forward, what do you think our business is going to be January? In general, uh, I mean, there's all the rumours about a centre back. I'm not convinced we need a centre back. To be honest, I don't really see that as a pressing need. Left back, I wouldn't mind. Um, and I, I, to be honest with you, I, I still wouldn't mind another goalkeeper. <laughs> like, uh, a, can't a keep proven, collecting a, them. A proven one who's actually going to come in and make the team instantly better. Because, so I mean, 19 year old from South America? Yeah, yeah, that's what we'll go for. <laughs> yeah, this is goalkeeperino. He's 50 <laughs> years old and <laughs> oh, 10 year contract. Us. Yeah, he's going to be joining us in 2031. My concern in January isn't so much what positions we sign. It's who we get for them. Because like what you just said then about Poch wanting some Premier League proven quality. I think he's absolutely right. I just don't think he's oh, going to yeah. get given that though. I, 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 we'll, we'll do this thing where anyone we sign will be under 25 and for the future and oh, on an eight-year contract. And yeah, I just think um, if we do that again, then... Just, didn't we actually just sign like an eight? What, didn't we sign that like um, I don't know if it's confirmed yet that Gabriel Muscado for like no yeah, that deal they... that deal's not happening. I oh, don't believe. Okay, I mean, oh, I think man. conflicting reports. I think, but yeah, yeah. like it doesn't look <laughs> like we're looking to add experience I'm, in January. I'm, does I'm, it? I mean, I mean, dude, uh, look, our transfer business just it just frustrates me because you know signing. 10 wonder kids might it might look good on football manager you know their value they could it could increase and you know you obviously also have that option to sort of keep or sell for profit pure profit <laughs> i mean however look reality numerous how many variables are there that affect a player's value it, it, there's so many and you know only one out of the three you sign may develop into a good player maybe top class but i don't know for me ever since clear lake took over it seems really impractical to invest the 50 60 odd million and potentially just sell one player for a similar amount you know a balanced squad for me requires a mix of experience but also youth not just youth and i think they're forgetting yeah i think that the the thing with them is they're forgetting about the now like they're building for the future but they're they're not realizing that now has an effect on that future as well I, I just don't think they really they've really brought into that yet. That yeah, it's great. And on paper, you sign a, a a team the age of us with the talent that the players have and the potential that they have. Yeah, sure. In three, four, five years' time, you should have a really good team. But if in those five years before you have a really good team, you keep finishing in the bottom half, the the really good players from that team won't be there anyway because they'll be asking for moves away. So. Mm. You have to still have some relative success in the now mm-hmm. to get yeah. to the future. 
We're, I'm we're, personally subscribing to the uh, the Galaxy Brain 4D chess theory that the, <laughs> the 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 owners assumed that we would get a transfer ban and so tried to get all the business. That we certainly the we certainly <laughs> need one to stop us do it. I mean, what what do you think, Berth? What do you think, business? Um, I think a lot of it, to be honest, depends on the fitness of Unkunku. I think if he if he's still not fit, I think we might have to look at. I know we don't want another striker. Um, well, we do, but we're not talking about that, are we? I think you're going to look at an attacking mid, like a proper attacking mid. I know Palmer is very creative, but he's more of a players on the right, cuts in on his left. Um, mm. So I'd be looking in that sort of creative midfield role. Um, and I think other than that, you're looking at goalkeeper for me. I don't think we need a centre-back. I agree with Chris. Um, I think left-back we're all right with. We've got Cole, we've got Cucurella and Chilwell. I think we're all right there. Um, I'd almost rather look at right back over left back because Reese is injured every other game. Um, Gusto's only just come back and still questions are asked about him. Um, so I'd, I'd, I'd look at right back over left back. But I think for me, goalkeeper is the main the main one. So I think Sanchez is a good keeper. I don't think he's a keeper to. Well, I don't think he's a keeper for the long term. So for me, I think you got to look at an established quality goalkeeper that's you don't need to be permanently proven but an, an experienced quality goalkeeper for me like Kepper yeah, yeah. <laughs> not like Kepper someone no. like Kalor Navas would be good someone like a bit older oh, I said that last year about yeah and, and you know what you, Berth, you were right about that yeah would, you were. Uh, Thanks, would you guys have a look at De Gea on a free yeah I said again. I said that last year as well. I said this as well, and I got absolutely slaughtered for that opinion. He's online. still on a free, and I know last season at Man United he didn't have a great season, but he did still win the Golden Glove, and he did still win them a lot of points. And he is he is the sort of keeper. I don't think we concede eight goals in two games with De Gea in goal instead of Sanchez because no, De, Gea, no. De Gea has that ability to make saves that he shouldn't. And I think that's but you what know you what? Want, I, I'm really frustrated by that because I totally agree with you, but I, I don't understand why. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, because I'm not a big fan of like bringing De, uh, bringing someone like De Gea in just because I I don't think he's actually better than what we have in terms of Sanchez. Personally, for me, I think he's got way more accolades. Um, you know, and and, and he was a better keeper in the past. There's no doubt about that. But I think right now, I think maybe his song is sung for me. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, his clean sheet percentile just pulled it up. He's in the top five percent. I'm pretty sure. I'm. I'm going to be blunt. He's not an up. He, sorry, Anana is not an upgrade under hair. No, no, no. He, uh, but he, and De Gea people, would be a serious upgrade for us. And I think a lot of people, some of us included, were potentially calling for Anana, um, or just you know for a keeper when we last went in for a keeper. And yeah. I think it's fair to say if we were calling for an honor, then we should be uh, slapped silly oh, around the head yes. because uh, he is terrible for United at the moment. I know he's not got the best defense in front of him, but my God, he doesn't have to make some mistakes. Yeah. Hakim Ziyech was very happy to, <laughs> yeah. It was like, Oh yeah, we remember him. He's on load. Oh. Yeah. UCL nights and oh. no other times. Yes. <laughs> right. We, we have, a uh, a brand new segment on our show today because you know it's quite weak. We weren't in any cop action because you know we're not there yet. But um, right, it's called the fantasy draft. So here is how it will work. Each time when we do a fantasy draft, we'll be selecting probably a top five picks for very whatever category. So for the inaugural episode, get ready because we're going to draft the five players each who. Despite being top class, despite being a clear superstar, uh, they they sort of had a reputation for being quite injury prone. So, you know, glass ankles, frequent setbacks, and that's just Chelsea this season. But we'll we'll navigate the challenges of trying to not choose Chelsea players all the time. But the best five players that, despite their undeniable talent, may just spend a bit too much time in the physio room. And it'll, it'll be a snake draft. So each of us will get a pick per round. And then in the following round, it's reverse order. So... The draft order randomizer decide it will be Berth, me, Chris, and then Ollie. Nice. So obviously, going backward, that would be then Ollie, Chris, me, Berth. So, yeah, you get the idea. So, with the first pick in the 2023 injury prone draft, Berth, who are you selecting? Um, I'm selecting a bit of a rogue one. I'm going to go for Iron Robin. Oh, he's a good shout. Oh, he, he, that's a I good shout. 
He was mm. on my draft board myself at third. He's a bloody good shout. Yeah, I mean, what a player. Um, I wish he'd stayed longer at Chelsea, obviously, um, but absolute wonder of a left foot. Did great things at Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, legend of the game. Um, yeah. Had hair at Chelsea, which is <laughs> almost iconic now. Um, but yeah, what a player. Just a shame he got injured so much and had a bad ankle injury, didn't he, at Chelsea? Yeah, um, and it was just um, just one of them. But on his day, absolutely unplayable. He's yeah. the only player I know that could cut in on his left, and no one saw it coming. Even though, it was so- <laughs> even though well, it was his only thing, yeah, <laughs> I mean, his only thing, he still did it. On that note, I mean, remember Robin, just how good he was. That he played just eighteen games in the Premier League season in his debut season, and he made the PFA Team of the Year. Yeah, that's insane. And that, that's from- he didn't play. 20 of the games and yet he was still in the PFA team of the wow what that's surreal I mean I wonder who got who got shortlisted who missed out because of that (laughs) well (laughs) uh, the 04-05 Premier League season well I'm not too sure but gosh other than Robin who was the best right winger then I, I don't remember uh, I'm just looking actually. Oh four, oh five Premier League. Let's have a look. Who were the top scorers? That probably easier. Uh, oh, Robert Pires, maybe. He was in there. He was doing all. He's right. more left finger though, weren't he? Yeah. 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 Joe Cole, because he did play. He sort of played on the right, didn't he? But not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But hey, Robin incredible shout and i am so happy that i get to draw i get to say this guy's name so with mop with the second pick i am going with el phenomeno ronaldo the original ronaldo the man who he blew out both of his knees and he was world class before and after wow i mean he is the original Ronaldo and still to me he's still the better Ronaldo I mean maybe not at Real Madrid because Cristiano's eclipsed all his records but that player I mean to come back from the injuries is incredible alone but to be to win a Ballon d'Or whilst you post injury I mean jeez wow the scary thing is imagine how good he would have been without the injury yeah Mm. yeah that's nuts isn't it I mean he was truly if you look at his time at PSV and at Barcelona, it, I mean, it's just out. He was only at Barca for a single season as well before he moved to Inter. I think with uh, original Ronaldo, yeah. I think if he hadn't got that injury, I think he would have gone down as the best player ever. Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> look, football's I mean, so circumstantial like that, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you could you could chuckle and say, how many goals did he get when he was at PSV? Well, he got thirty and thirty three, and then he got twelve and thirteen before he moved to uh, Spain. But in Spain, when he played for Barcelona, 34 and 37. It didn't stop. So he basically um, scored every time he played, more yeah. or less. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just outstanding player. And I, you're right, Chris. I wonder what, if he hadn't have had those horrible knee injuries, if, if he could have been the greatest of all time. That's what, yeah. So, we are moving to, I've already forgot. Chris, there we go. <laughs> uh, my first pick, I don't think is going to need that much discussion, to be fair. Um, Eden Hazard. Yeah, great shout. Yeah. Great shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have been. That's good. That's good. Another I'm... one, like, I think a lot of people, when he went to Madrid, there was a lot of talk about his attitude and stuff. And we, we've spoke about it before, about we do mm. think that was part of it. I don't think people take into account that ankle injury enough as to the sort of decline of of his performances. Like he he got he, he broke his ankle and he just never recovered. And I think yeah. that's why he was never the same player. And I think without that, I think you would have seen eventually the real hazard at, at Real Madrid. I think it would have clicked eventually. It's just it all it all went wrong at the at the wrong time for him injury wise. Like getting that moving, then getting that injury just just ruined his career just yeah. that apart I mean he never really got injured injured at Chelsea that was the thing and then no, it was just he didn't a, and then no, he just... barely ever missed a game it's probably because he never trained <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then he went to Real Madrid and it was just injury after injury after injury after injury and you know he'd done so much for Chelsea he'd we you know we wished him well 
you know, he left left a gentleman, left a true pro, and yeah, he got a Champions League winners medal, awesome. But it almost felt oh, yeah, such a shame, real such a shame. Right, who have you got, Ollie? Who's your who have you gone for the fourth pick? Uh, my pick is Michael Essien. Oh, Ooh, oh, that's a great shout. You know, the, not the first ox to be uh, plagued by leg, leg injuries, I'm sure, in the animal kingdom at least. But, um, you know, he he, uh, he was so good. Like, I, I, he, uh, And when he was mainly playing for us, I was really young, but I still remember how good he was. And so the fact that he never really got to play as much as he could... You know, be like just various injuries and stuff. Like, um, he was he was injured for most of the 2011-12 season, if I remember rightly. You know, like he just had a massive injury. In, I think he was in training at the start of the season or something like that. And it just even though he he still had a really good career, I just really think about what if specifically with him. I mean, I've just pulled up his injury record, and it's 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 oh eight oh nine. He gets a cruciate ligament tear. He's out for forty one games. And then he does have a thigh issue, seven games. And then in the same 0-9-0-10 season, 35 games out of a meniscus damage. And then two seasons later, he gets a cruciate ligament tear, which rules him out for 36. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which, really yeah which, uh, which ruled him out of our uh, our Champions League winning squad, if I remember he was, rightly. He was just absolutely top class. He really, really, really was. He's currently the man. He's an assistant manager at Nordischland at the moment. So that, that makes me feel Good old. For you. Wow. Love you. Love you, Margaret. <laughs> oh, wow, awesome. So, Ollie, you've, you've got the fifth pick. That's how the snake draft works. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, another centre mid who was, um, who was plagued by injuries, but notoriously, you know, kind of didn't reach his potential. Jack Wilshire. Yeah, good job. Oh, everyone knows, you know, it's almost a meme at this point how how injury prone he was. But I think people <laughs> yeah. often forget actually how good he was, especially as good young as he was as well. You know, he was really, really good. And and to be honest, I think we'd we'd be if he if he didn't have any injuries in his career, I think we'd be talking about maybe one of the at least maybe top twenty centimids in the Prem of all time. Yeah, easily. I think yeah, because we talk yeah. about the Barcelona game, don't we? And yeah. Nothing. I mean, I just again looking at his history now. Just uh, he had issues at West Ham when he moved to Bournemouth. Oh, so it's just oh, it's such a shame, man. I mean, you know, he was one of England's greatest potential players, and he was still good. He just wasn't that. And he's only thirty-one still. I mean, that, yeah, that ain't man, he's still like, so what? young, and he, he retired so young too. Yeah, you know? it like, feels it, like it, he's older because of when he retired. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and and I just. Yeah, I think he's one who probably he will feel he never really lived up to what he could have done. Yeah, it's a real shame. Oh, Chris, who have you picked him? So I'm going to go with someone who was one of the best players in the world at the time. Ooh. And then one one injury completely changed his whole career to mm. instead of being great, it was only good. Fernando Torres. Oh yeah. my man, I love shout. that man. Yeah. That one that one injury that he played on in the I think it was the World Cup, wasn't it? He played yes. on with that yeah. with a knee injury. And it he just have done, yeah. his entire career changed because it affected his entire style of play and he had to adapt. And I, I still think he adapted reasonably well, but he was never gonna be the player he should have been after that injury. And it was such a shame. But I mean he has said any that he wouldn't trade he wouldn't go back and do it differently because he won the World Cup. So he did. Enough, but... I mean, you can't argue with that trophy. It's a very yeah. uh, the biggest trophy in in football. So, but it, it really affected him, and especially later on in his career, like he didn't really have the longevity that I think he would have without the injury. I mean, he's still one of my favorite players of all time, and I'm just so glad he played and for like... us. And yeah, I mean, it's the thing people will go, eight fifty million was he worth it for Chelsea?" First of all, in hindsight. We won the Champions League because of his contributions. We won a Europa League because of his contributions. And then again, you compare it to what we've spent 50 million plus on, on recent players. And you go, wow, what a bargain. Yeah. What a bargain. So, I, weird, I, yeah, exactly. So it goes to me. and I get to pick my, as well as Torres, another favourite of mine. It's Kaka. Oh, it's Kaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I absolutely. Of- I mean that guy because of him I, I I loved AC Milan I loved football he got me into the game really and oh 
just I wish he'd never gone to Real Madrid <laughs> because I remember yeah. when he did join and I was gutted because I thought he'll just he'll just fold into that another another player at Real Madrid and then Ronaldo joined and he's going to be a clip straight away by him you know just on spectacle alone it'll be oh look at the name Ronaldo and he just never ever got it going at Real Madrid and it's such a, like look at Hazard as well you know and yeah. a ballot we forget I feel many forget Kaka won the Ballon d'Or Mm. and he was, he just sliced open. I think you can look up Champions League games where he sliced open Man United and Celtic. He just... Yeah, the, I remember watching wow. the, the both legs against Man United where he was unplayable in both. Yeah. I mean, that, that one goal at Old Trafford where he does a little header around Ferdinand and makes Ferdinand and Vidic run into each other yeah. and then He's... slots it past the keeper is unreal. It's just he still a... plays. Um, he still plays five aside. I don't know if any of you saw that clip. Where oh, the guy was yeah. screaming for Kaka to pass him the ball. <laughs> oh man, what an yeah. absolute legend! Oh, so, oh, go straight to you, Berth. Right, <clears throat> this one, bit of a throwback. Um, I think people forget how good of a player this guy was. Um, it's Michael Owen. Yeah, yeah, wash out. Yeah, he was on my oh, list too. Ballon d'Or Michael Owen's a Ballon d'Or winner. People, yeah, forget, he is. People forget he was an unbelievable player just because of how shit of a pundit he is. <laughs> <how boring laughs> he is. You're, fu- yeah. you're fully right. Not a not a public speaker. Incredible. But, my God, what a player he was! Literally, when he burst onto the scene as an 18 year old. The quickest, most skillful strike mm. I've ever seen in my life. His finishing was like Harland. He had the pace of, I don't know, a Gareth Bale. Um, good with both feet. Really good in the air, considering he's quite small. Um, <clears throat> tore it up at Liverpool. Was so good at Liverpool. That goal against Argentina for England. Unbelievable. But then he had so many injuries. He, he went to Real Madrid, came back to England. It was a bit of a nightmare at Newcastle. Dislocated his knee in the World Cup. Mm. But on his day, my God, there was no better striker than Michael Owen. No. I, I mean, his goal against Argentina in the World Cup is alone. That goal's so good. Yeah. <laughs> that goal I mean, is so, so good. He's, he's There's only one player who's younger than him that won. He won the Ballon d'Or at 22 and the only player younger than him. Of course, it was Ronaldo, 21, at um, Inter Milan when he won it. Uh, just, mm. oh, wow. Wow, what a player. What a player. Berth. You you got another pick? Um, this one I'm surprised it hasn't actually already been said. Um, I'm gonna friend Golo Kante. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was on my list too. Wow. He was on my list as well. I mean, oh. no, the amount of injuries he's had, but he's just remarkable, really, the past two three seasons. But what an absolute legend for Chelsea and a legend for Leicester. Um, I've seen him play live three or four times, and he's remarkable. Um, he. He's that small. He, he genuinely looks like a child on the pitch. Um, <laughs> but my God, he's so good. So quick across the ground. He gets his foot in everywhere. I've never seen a player like him. I, I think for me, he's above Essien and Makaleli, Um, as far as legends go at Chelsea. Um, just won it all. One of the best players I've ever seen. And he's just, if injuries didn't play a part in the past couple of seasons, then well, we'd be in such a different place right now. But yeah, it's got to be him. What yeah. And he's, he's doing, I feel because he's probably, he's not, he's playing frequently now, but it's in a less competitive league. So yeah, the intensity isn't there, is it really? No. no. Um, right. This I'm, I'm really chuffed with my third, my actual third choice here, third pick, Gareth Bale. Yeah. yeah another player. I mean, Oh, he's so good at Spurs. His final season was iconic. He goes to Real Madrid. And I mean, we all, Copa del Rey, that goal where he goes out off the pitch, still beats the man for pace, scores one of the greatest goals in a Champions League well. final. Yeah. Icon? And he wasn't slow. That was again, that was Inter Milan. He destroys him. Yeah. When he played for Spurs. And oh, yeah, of course. That is slightly the different. The Copa yeah. del Rey one, I cannot remember the bloody player I'll have to look that no, up but... I, yeah, yeah the Copa Ray one he probably oh, was it no, it's Mark, Mark Trull, wasn't it was uh, it yeah I'm sure it was yeah, Mark Bart, you know but... what you're right Berth I think it was I'm I know I know I'm right I know I know it's not Joe <laughs> Berth has Bart, a real yeah. ball knowledge to be fair 
I'm just going to have to nod because I don't actually. It says Mark Bartra on here, but it might not be right. I don't know. But it's, it, yeah, it's right. It's, it's right. I, I'm not going to disagree because I, I don't want to press play on this video and everyone gets to hear the audio. Chris so. <laughs> is disagreeing here. But, so. Oh, man. No, Gareth... no I, I, I just assumed it was PK because it's Gerard PK. Isn't it? I mean, just looking at his injuries Ooh. in one season, he had bloody hell. He had a knee injury, calf injury, coronavirus, back problems, muscular problems, minor knock, minor knock, back problems, leg injury. I mean, I think he just really liked golf. He probably really yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, he probably did. Fair play, fair play. Um, we go to Chris. Right, you know on uh, you know you know on FIFA and uh, things they have uh, when a player retires they do regens. Oh yeah, I've gone for the original Ronaldo regen, Adriano. Oh, what a shame. I was so was hoping that it was a genuine reason. I was going with that. I was like, hmm. like he was Wasn't he the so one who good. ended up like being in like a Brazilian, like he was associated with like a Brazilian gang in the end. Like, yeah, well, he, he got a lot of injuries, didn't he? And I think he, I think his dad died and he just never got yeah. over it. Um, yeah. But he was so good at Inter. Like he, he yeah. honestly was a Ronaldo region. Like he would have been, that good. But, I mean, Pez, like he, Pez, 99 shot power. Yeah, he had a, he had some horrible off the field stuff and then mm. like injuries. Yeah, but he was so such good. A, such a tragic story off the field really is, you know. Um, Ollie, who have you got? Uh, my next one, uh, I've actually gone with Neymar. Oh, yeah, um, he was one of my honourable oh, mentions. Yeah, fair. I... I, I I think people always forget originally when Neymar burst on the scene just how brilliant he was, like mm. just how much flair and and passion and uh, just he was just fantastic and and he had a very good career and, and no one will dispute that and I think he's widely considered one of the best wingers ever. Mm. But I always do wonder what if he didn't hurt his back in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, that, oh, that injury was really bad. You know when he, was it against like Colombia or something? I can't. He could remember. have paralyzed him. I remember. Yeah, and like. That. And I just feel like he kind of never really recovered from that. And I just, he always kind of lived in Messi's shadow. And that's why he left Barcelona, mm. of course. But mm. he kind of never got to, I think he potentially could have gotten to a, a similar level of superstardom to Messi. But yeah. I just think he just didn't recover quite well enough from, from that, yeah. I guess. Right. It's you again, Ollie. You got your fourth one. Who's your oh fourth Oh my God, pick? lucky me. Um... <laughs> Just the just the absolute worst injury I've ever seen in my entire life, Eduardo. Oh, oh god, yeah, that, yeah. Ev everyone's seen it. Everyone's yeah. seen it on the internet. All the gold clips. Or you know, if you were old enough, you watched it live. Like I think I saw it when it happened. Actually, um, oh, I was a, I was a really young kid. But my god, that is the gnarliest, most awful, awful leg break I've ever seen. Like where the way is like sock sticks out where you like the bone yeah. is yeah. Oh, it's just disgusting man. And I felt so bad for him because he was out forever as well, you know, and he and his career never really recovered from that. So you know no. I, I feel like he's got to be high up on the list. I can't remember if it was I feel like it was almost two years out. I don't, I don't... it was a long time. It must have been a while. It was... must have been a while. I'll have to look this up actually whilst before I go to uh he, he, the thing is, as well, people forget that he was on fire for Arsenal before that injury. Yeah, so he was... exactly. He's, he's perfect for this list because he was he was doing really really good things. Yeah. Like, he, and he just oh, just cut down in his prime, man. Right, injury mm. history. He missed fifty eight games. He was out from two hundred ninety six days, so just over just under a year. Yeah, <laughs> from a tibia and fibula fracture. Oh, hundred percent. And he did get back playing. Yeah. He just. Yeah, realistically though, like that's when his top level career ended, wasn't it? That day. Yeah, exactly. like you, no, no player is ever going to be the same after that. If they are, no. they're a freak of nature. Mm. Mm. We go to Chris. Uh, I'm going for one of the Premier League's best centre backs. Chris, you're a knobhead, but... by the way. You're a knob. Because I know exactly <laughs> what you're going to say here. Such <laughs> a dickhead. Go and on, incredible it. that he was that good when he never trained because he couldn't because of his fitness. Oh, Ledley Led King. Ah, oh, you know what? No, fair enough. Chris, yeah, great shout. That I was didn't, what I was. I didn't. Say. I did not see that coming. Ledley King was so good. Yeah. 
like to to play at the level he did when he couldn't train in the week because his his body wouldn't allow him to and to still go out in the hardest league in the world and perform like he did is Mm. incredible he would have been arguably up there in the conversation for best ever Premier League centre-back if he was actually fit do you think a player could get away with doing that now no no, um, I don't think so either. No like, I'm not trying to say like it's it's not an incredible achievement because my god, like that that's unbelievable. I think I think if a player did that now, they'd get eaten alive. Mm. I just don't mm. think that their teams would allow them to. Yeah, yeah, maybe thing. not. Um, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I'm really happy because another only I've only missed out on Iron Robin in my selection draft, but another player who's very very associated with him, a man who has five pages. Of injuries on transfer market, it's God. Frank Ribery. Yeah. I mean, he did play forever, <laughs> so he is going to have a long history. But he was very injury. <laughs> Five pages, though. I mean, that is, that is a lot. That's a thesis. He That's like uh, a Chelsea player. Uh, we, we were remember we were linked with Ribery <laughs> for a long time. He he just stayed at Bayern and fair play. But I mean, he did turn down a, a move to join us. I mean, that's very well publicised. But it's such a shame. I think it says here when it was, well, let me just check it up. It was 08 and 2009. Every club wanted him. It said Juventus, Inter, AC Milan, Barca, Real Madrid, Chelsea, Manchester. And he was close to joining Chelsea, but he didn't. Oh, oh we could have won that Champions League final with him. You never know. Makes you yeah, wonder. He'd have, been in- he'd have been injured though. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I Chelsea. Oh, apparently, I've just pulled it up. Uh, Uli Hoonis revealed in 2009 that Chelsea made an offer of 58.5 million plus Jose Basingua for Frank Ribery. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why did we offer Jose Basingua? Just randomly play a. Oh, there you go. The man, the myth, the monobrow himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a choice. What a choice. Right, Berth. Who have you got? So I thought I'd miss my go then, but clearly I'd got the no, order mixed. You didn't, you didn't. Yeah. Um, well, I'll um, I'll go back to what Chris said a minute ago about one of the Premier League's best ever centre backs. Um, this guy weren't as bad as Lily King as far as not being able to train. He could train, um, but he's had a lot of injuries. Um, and one of the best captains I think I've ever seen in the Premier League. That's Vincent Company. Yeah, he was. Good he shot. was definitely in my uh, one of my five. Shot, yeah. I thought you were going to say Van Dyke. To be fair. No, I mean, it's, I, th- I think Van Dijk just had the one bad injury, and other than that, he's been. That's true. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think Vincent Company had, had constant injuries, um, but when he did play, my God, what a player! Um, that goal yeah. against uh, Leicester, I mean, that, that's that's fairy tale stuff. And I think, as far as leadership goes, he's shown that he's a great manager now. Um, but I think he's one of the best leaders on the pitch I've seen. Mm. Um, I think beyond John Terry and, and Roy Keane, I'd probably put. Put him third as the best captains mm. I've seen in the Prem. So yeah, what what a player. Um, I just I just love it's really the goal well. against Leicester for me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, wow. And and Berth, you've got you've because of the snake, you've got your fifth pick. Brill. Um I want to pick another striker. Um one that he was mainly in his early early stages of his career that he was more injury prone, but he still had a fair amount of injuries. Um that's Robin Van Persie. Oh, he yeah. was an honorable mention for me as well. Nice. Um, one of the most technically gifted strikers I've ever seen. Um, that that one of a left foot was ridiculous. Um, the goal he scored, the volley he scored against our, um, not Arsenal, Charlton. Oh, um, love that yeah. goal. I, I don't, he's not goal even in shot. Yeah. yeah. The goal doesn't get talked about enough. To do that on no. the run, when he's in midair, essentially, outside the box, is ridiculous. Um, add, add it all, complete striker. Um, the header remember, yeah, the header in the World yeah. Cup is the one for mm. me. It's just I like, mean, that, I've never yeah. seen anything like it before or since. Yeah. Oh wow, what a what a he, shout! He, he, he leapt and like was in the air like he was a magic carpet. It was just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> joke. And, and for me, like he's one of the best technical strikers that I've ever seen. Naturally gifted, just outrageous. I've got a striker. And I'm really, I only missed out on one of my choices for this. Uh, some might go, was he injury prone? He was, check his history. He had a lot of hamstring and thigh issues. Uh, Sergio Aguero. Yeah, no, yeah. Because yeah, he, yeah. he was just yeah. so good at City and against us. We all remember he was just so, oh my word. We just hated playing against him. Because he'd always score. Yeah, he, he, he was, was so many goals. Yeah. 
It was unbelievable. He scored so many goals. Oh man, he's unreal. He was unreal, and that and that goal against uh, QPR to win them the Premier League. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's that's he's football heritage in that's... Premier League history. Mm. I mean, Iconic. I mean, look. If I just pulled up his, his history. He got twenty three and fifty six for Independiente, one hundred and one in two hundred thirty four for Atletico. 260 in 390 for City. Oh, wow. Real. Those bad. numbers are, are ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's, it's, yeah. And his injuries, he missed a total. Uh, I don't think I'm, I don't think I can add all those up and I'm not going to, but he missed a lot of games. So, um, yeah, that's my, I've got to, I've picked. So, I'm going to you, Chris. Who's your final pick? Uh, I'm finishing on a striker as well. Um, a striker who I think missed out on having a fantastic Premier League and England career because he had to retire at just 26. Oh. Dean Ashton. Yes. Very good shout. He Mm. was so good at Norwich. And then when he went to West Ham before Mm. he got that injury, um, he looked like the real deal. He was like, he was like an early version of Harry Kane because he had a bit Mm. of everything. Like Mm. he was so good technically, but he was a great finisher as well. And it was such a shame that, like he got that injury that forced him into retirement at just 26. He's like ridiculously young. Yeah, 100%. So, Ollie, who's your final pick? Is it a goalkeeper? It actually isn't, but it does involve oh. a goalkeeper. Oh. So when I was doing the the research for for, for this, I, I really I know that I'm I'm the youngest guy on the on the podcast, so I I know there's going to be a lot of Premier League that I didn't get to see. Uh, mm. And uh, and you know, or just football, I didn't get to see right, and, and so I wanted to do my research, and and when I saw this clip, I recoiled in horror when I saw oh. it, and oh. I'm talking about David Boost. Oh no! Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Coventry against Man United. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! So uh, the reason this is so bad for me personally as well as well is is I read a story about it as well that the he broke his leg so badly that it caused Peter Schmeichel, one of the mm. most notorious psycho goalkeepers of all time, to vomit. It was that it like it, it viscerally grossed yeah. him out that bad. Yeah. I just I can't imagine going through something like that. Well apparently for me, he uh, has to be number one. Dermot Gallagher was the ref on that day. Um at the oh, it's because that is disgusting. Um mop up the blood and bone marrow that was on the pitch wow. from his oh, leg man oh that is yeah. disgusting so I, I think he he fits really well and so despite not having seen it personally myself i thought it must be mentioned yeah well, yeah 100 um I, i'm just curious to we've, we've ended the draft we've got our selections but what you said goalkeepers ollie and i'm curious who you actually i did write down a quick few in case i had to bring them in but who were your goalkeepers in your mind um i was thinking about pepper check uh, okay. And I was also thinking about Peter Schmeichel as well because there's a there's oh, a funny yeah. story um, about uh, him in the United dressing room with Nicky Butt and a kettle. Uh, so give that a, <laughs> okay. give that a Google if you're interested. I, uh, I I had down Manuel Neuer, Victor Valdez, and Allison because they've all Allison seems to be really injury prone recently for Liverpool. Victor Valdez is an interesting shout. Cruciate ligaments. Mm, yeah. Rarely happens Bora. to a Weird. keeper. Although it did happen to Courtois this season, didn't it? So, mm. yeah. I think Leno as well, didn't it? A couple of years ago, Mope mm. did it. Didn't oh, yeah. he said, that was his elbow. Maybe it's as well, not that it? uncommon. I don't know. Maybe you just think it is. Oh, right. Well, we, we've put it in the Spotify. If who you would choose in your injury-prone draft and your number one pick. So let us know, listeners, on that or on the Discord or wherever you wish to let us know. Uh, so Lion of the Week time. <sighs> And 2pm, I'm not excited, as we found out when Chris told me <laughs> off. <laughs> but 2pm Sunday, we welcome Brighton to the bridge. Yay. Uh, who are your picks? Um, <clears throat> just short and sweet, I'm going to go Nicholas Jackson. Well, that's a lot of might. faith. That's a lot of faith. <laughs> he scored against them when he played him in the Cup, so that's, that's my true. thinking. High line, not yeah. to do right against them. They'll press quickly. So maybe maybe it's a good game for him. Who knows? Mm. Never know Chelsea. Um. I mean, I'm fine. I'll go. My, I'll go on Moises Caicedo because this dude has a, a point to prove against his former club. You know, I feel a standout performance from him, and hopefully, he absolutely cooks this weekend. I'm just, I'm confident he'll serve us up a treat. So, what, what have you got, Ollie? Mudrick for me. 
Um, he's been out a bit recently, hasn't played that much. think it'd be a really good opportunity for him to come in and show what he can do. I think mm. we might even potentially see a weird kind of like change in the way we play or change in formation because of we don't really have any fullbacks. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see. What, <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I, I feel like at some point Mudrick is at least going to come on and, and, and show us what he's got. Well, hopefully. Uh, Chris, who have you got? Um, Enzo. I really, <laughs> I really don't. I really don't know who to pick. I'm just going to play relatively safe and pick Sterling. Historic no winners, by the way, in the last episode when I wasn't oh, here. Oh, it was Chris. awful. It was a very <laughs> sad day, that was. <laughs> the fail horn was going. Yeah. It really was. Oh, right. Well, let's see how that goes this weekend against Brighton. Hopefully a win. They've got a lot of players out. And ironically... We never win when we're supposed to. No. <laughs> so, no we don't. Yes. On it. <laughs> I mean, Ansu Fati, again, another player who could be one of those. Oh, what could have been? Because injuries yeah. again, he's out. Right. Christmas questions. The listeners have dropped us some couple of fire ones today. We've got, we've got loads today, by the way, from all of we our did. places. So um, we've uh, we, we're putting some in a spreadsheet. Yeah, we're putting some in a yeah. spreadsheet for the for another questions yes, episode. So if you're not definitely. answered, you will be eventually. Yes, exactly. Uh, Strizzy Five has asked if we do not bring in Osman, who would you guys want to see come in in January? Um, Ivan Tony. Okay, he hasn't played. That is a yeah, worry. I know, I know, I know. But I've mentioned numerous times on this part about Ivan Tony and I think mm-hmm. he'd be perfect for us and his physicality, Premier League proven. He's got that arrogance about him. I just think he'd uh, be really good in this Chelsea team. So. I mean, yeah. I've gone with my birthday buddy, Taiwo Awani. Yeah, look at that. I pronounced it right. Oh, uh, back of the net, my yeah. yeah. but, <laughs> but, you know, there's a reason and that's, you know... <laughs> Had to do that, you know. I got it right, got the name right. But he's he's injured. He's out injured. So he's my. I've got a backup option now, and that'd be Santiago Jimenez from Feyenoord. But he he will never be allowed to leave mid mid season. So you sort. So for me, I was sort of looking at release clauses or players with six months left on their deal. But <laughs> I, I kind of feel realistically, I'd say no one, and focus on just getting a deal done in January for Osman to join in the summer, similar to like the Inkunku deal. You know, That's, I was yeah. I was half tempted to say no one as well, Mikey, because mm. it just feels like with the constant churn of players that we've got, is it really even a good idea? But I think we won't get banned for next summer because that's going to go on forever. Those yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I think, although if I had to pick someone, and it's not realistic at all, I would want to try and pinch Julian Alvarez from uh, from Man City. <gasps> oh yeah, that'd be a good one. That'd be good. Really good shout. Prem proven striker. He's mm. clearly brilliant. I yeah. would love that. Uh, Chris, who who what would you who would you go with if anyone? I honestly wouldn't sign anyone. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's what I said before about if we're not if we're not going to go for the best. If you can't get the best, then just don't get anyone because mm. we we keep it just be another pointless signing that we'd be looking to replace in six months' time when he turns out to be shit. So there'd be no point. It's <laughs> that's the, the Christmas spirit, Chris. It really <laughs> sign, is. Sign the best players or don't sign anyone. That's 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 what our January approach has to be. If you mm. can't get world-class proven players in the positions you're looking for, then just don't make any signings. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, Josh Thompson has asked, top three favourite Champions League matches of all time. Oh, uh, this was hard. It was, because I must admit, I had to exclude our Champions League triumphs because, let's face it, that's just too obvious. And mine, this is this is might not even be a... a it said favourite, not the greatest games, but favourite. Uh, for me, this is a memorable moment because it remains etched in my memory. Uh, September 28th, 2004, I'm an 11 year old football fan and I'm about to witness on ITV's Champions League coverage something extraordinary that it felt almost scripted. Wayne Rooney, his debut for United and what a what a yeah. what a debut a hat trick in a 6-2 win over Fenerbahce he's the world's most expensive teenager because he's just moved from Everton and he's just recovered from an injury that he picked up at Euro 2004 and he seals his hat trick with a direct free kick outside the box which at the time made him the youngest player at 18 years and 335 days old to score a Champions League hat trick and because i'm so it's so vivid that game that, that that's why it's one of my favourites. It really, really is. And my my we might as well just go through all our three favourites all at once. 
Uh, my second favourite is... It's, well, it only needs this commentary line. You know straight away. Well, yeah. Yeah. Roma 3, it couldn't happen. It did happen. I, I, I still can't get it over with it. And finally, the shock of all shocks, Barcelona did the impossible to win 6-1 against PSG with Neymar being the conductor of that show. I don't think I... That's I, one of mine. That's I, one of mine as well. It, it, I still can't believe that Roberto goal. when I, I just still... It, it was like, how? Football's never scripted, but wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll go to you, Ollie. You've just said that, and I can't blame you. It's a top, yeah, top game. Th- that's an absolutely unbelievable. That's one of the greatest cha- uh, comebacks of all time, Easy. let alone Champions League comebacks of all time. Absolutely brilliant. I, yeah, and when when that Roberto goal goes in for the final, word, oh my god, the the, the yeah. roof just lifts off the stadium. It's brilliant. But my other two are uh, we've got uh, Chelsea four, Ajax four. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Nice, nice. Just because oh, I've never, I've yeah. never seen a game that chaotic in my entire life until we played Spurs and got four four this <laughs> season. But you know, I've just, yeah, I, 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 that was one of the first times in ages, ages that Chelsea really felt like Chelsea. Like when mm. we had, like you know, when Reese James smashes in the equaliser, yes. like I just went ballistic. I could not believe it. And yeah, they had some players sent off and whatnot, but. Back to back you know, red cards in a minute. Yeah, the 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 story is is absolutely fan, fantastic, and and I'm a sucker for this one. It's it's the classic. We all know it. Uh, Chelsea two, uh, Barcelona nil. Mm, I can't uh, argue that. Yeah, at the new camp, Fernando Torres, Gary Neville, the noise. You all know it. Ah. <laughs> oh man, uh, Berth, who have you got? What's your other two? Um, so my first one um, is Real Madrid four, Man U three. Where yes. are not scored a hat trick yes. and he was he was that good he got applauded off the pitch yeah. by old trafford um what what a game that is what an iconic game the 100%. legends are so then wow um and for me like, like we talked about earlier r9 just an mm-hmm. icon mm-hmm. one of the best players to ever play a game yeah um, the second game i just remember as a kid probably my favorite moment as a kid growing up watching chelsea we just got back into champions league it's the quarterfinals Arsenal were about to go invincible the whole season. Ooh. Wayne Bridge, of all people, pops up yes. at Highbrick. Mm-hmm. Scores yes. seventh minute to make it 2-1. And we win the game to knock Arsenal out. It's Good one of the times. best I've seen as a kid. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Uh, Talk about Champions League nights. That's one of them. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is one of them. By the way, uh, I said 2-0 for that game against Barca. It was 2-0. Uh, I just don't know why I said 2-0. <laughs> you wanted it to be 2-0. Yeah, do you know, um, what? You, you know what? You just forget the goals that Barca you scored. Do. You do. You do. Irrelevant. <laughs> uh, Chris, any other than... You've got all three available, I think. I have. Uh, I've got Chelsea 4, Liverpool 4. Oh, nice. Alex. Classic. Yeah. yeah, when uh, Lampard scored <laughs> as well. Um it, it was just one of them games which is like a basketball game. What's another one where Drogba scores a free kick and it kind of dips low? Or is that a different no. game? I can't remember. No, no it wasn't that one. That might be a different game against Liverpool. Uh, and then I've got uh, Chelsea-Barca at Stamford Bridge with the Ronaldinho goal, mm, Topo goal. Yes, yeah. yes. Unbelievable game. And just for that moment alone, like, unreal goal. Mm. And then I... It, I, I can't. I don't. I can't remember whether it was a really good game or not. But just for the moment <laughs> alone, when when Jose Mourinho's Porto knocked out Man United. Oh yes, yeah. and Benny he ran McCarthy. down the touchline. Benny yeah. McCarthy, yeah, for Tim Howard's <laughs> mistake. The knee. Oh. Um, yeah, just for the celebrations alone was like iconic. And there was another one as well. Like th- there was a Juventus Real Madrid game that I remember. Like I was really young at the time, so okay. I don't know what year it would have been, but I remember it was in Turin and it was teeming down with rain, and Juventus scored a last-minute winner. And I cannot remember for the life of me who scored the goal. Um, but um, I can't. Even, I can't even. I can't even find the game, so I can't even remember what year it was. But I just have that vivid memory of of that game, um, and I don't know what. <laughs> I'm genuinely looking up right now, actually, because there's got to be... Uh... The problem is, the second you put in Real Madrid, Juve, Champions League, yeah, it just I, comes uh, up with the recent games. Yeah, I just did that, and I can't find it. The, the 
it was a it was a, it was a, a like a not not one of the best players on the pitch who scored the goal. It was a like a reserve striker, I think. Um, was it nineteen ninety eight? I would have been nine then, so possibly. Nine, the Real Madrid won that game. Juventus won two nil. You definitely it wasn't eighty six eighty seven. No, I'm not uh, that old. <laughs> no, you are old. Know. But you're not that it's, old. It's hard to find out actually when you're looking. Oh two oh three. Maybe you imagined it. Oh two oh three. Juventus. <laughs> yeah, two oh three. Maybe yeah. I did. Like I don't know. But <laughs> oh well, one thing that's been imagining a while in birth said is him winning another lone army carousel, which is um... oh here we here we go. Where we go? Oh. We go to the. Uh, Game of categories. Uh, if you take too long, you get the Jason Cundy alarm. And this is an interesting one. I randomly found out. Uh, the category today is Man United players to have scored 10 or more goals in a Premier League season. So that's from the start of the League Premier League in 1992 up until last season. There are 25 individual names who have done this. Some more than once, but, you know, can only count them once. So we will go in the... You know what? We'll let we'll welcome him back. We'll go... Berth, Ollie, and Chris. So, Berth, who's who's going? Who've you got? One of twenty-five to go. Uh, Wayne Rooney. He's on there. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. He's on there. Bobbin Van Persie. Yep. Um, it's me, isn't it? Um, sorry, it is. I'm going. Uh, Ruud Van Nistelrooy. Yes. Uh, Carlos Tevez. Yes. Good shout. Dimitar Berbatov. Yes. I'm going to go Marcus Rashford. Yes. Good shout. I'm going to go with Zlatan. He did. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm just sorry. I'm getting... <laughs> what was that? Sort of... Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with Zlatan. <laughs> Ooh, uh, is it me that hurts oh my word he really played the noise Mikey yeah <laughs> I think, oh, yeah that was oh, uh, hang on I've got to find it on my there we go. that was already I mentioned by Ollie just yeah. said Satan <laughs> oh no cut out a minute ago that's really annoying when uh, I was talking VAR, VAR, hang on. Uh, if you can we'll, name another one, you can come back we'll in. We'll allow it, we'll allow it. Come on. Okay. It cut out, I'm so sorry. Right, Andy Cole. Yes. It's fair Thank enough. You. Both had such good ball knowledge, he was never going to get that wrong. No. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Giggs. Yes. Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer? Yes. I've got a fucking good one if it's right. Dennis Irwin. <laughs> Oh, he's out he's actually out this time for good uh, I forgot who's Ollie Ollie uh, I was going to go with David Beckham yes he did he was my reserve one uh, Bruno Fernandes yes yeah. surely right what did I try and be clever uh, <laughs> have we said Cantona uh, we have not and he's on there so you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players left. You know what? I can narrow it loads more now. I just can't because I'm out. I'm a fucking you are. idiot. You are? Stupid birth. Stupid birth. <laughs> um, and I'm struggling now. Uh, oh. I'm take... Is it ten, ten goals, isn't it? That's what we're doing. Ten or more. Uh, I'm going to take a risk. I don't think he did, but one matter. No, I knew you were going to say that. No, he did not. So, Ollie's the winner this week. I mean, go on, Berth. You said you got some more. I've got two uh, more, I think. Go on. Ollie, Ollie's the uh, winner. He's you, got, say you, first. you got Chikorito and yes. Lukaku. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Lukaku. Yeah. Good one. Who did you have, Berth? Uh, Mark Hughes. Yes. Wow. What a shout. Uh, Teddy Sheringham. Yes. Luis Tahar. No. No. Oh, is Martial on there? He is. Boy, no, you, there are five names left. Um, 
Skulls? Skulls is on there, yeah. And you've got... Right, okay. All I'll say is a... Hold on, is Andrei Kanchelskis one of them? Yes, he is. He is. So you've you've got three more, and I'd say they're, they're all still playing. One is currently suspended. The other one is... I think he's at Boca Juniors. I reckon Danny Welbeck's one of them. Well, he's definitely not at Boca Juniors, and he hasn't been suspended. So it's... <laughs> Pogba is uh, Pogba is the suspended player. Yeah, that's oh, is is Mason Greenwood one. He is indeed. Yeah, and who is the Boca Juniors player? We wanted him. He'd have been great for us in his prime. Uh, I'm not sure. I think he scored mm. against us in the Champions League in 2012. Oh, I've no idea. Ah. Okay, Edison Cavani. Cavani. Cavani, yeah. Cavani, yeah. I, I forget how good he was. He was re- He was still good for... It's like Zlatan. He, he, had a, he tore his ACA, he came back. He was like, yeah, here I am. So, still pretty good in the Premier League. Yeah, he fair was play. really good, to be fair. Yeah. Right, listeners, we're at the end of another episode. Thank you, as always, for listening. And thank you for having us in your your ears every week. For The Spotify Wrapped has been absolutely outstanding. And we are so, so grateful. Really, really are. So we will be back on Monday to discuss those winners and losers. All winners. They'll be all winners from the Brighton game. <laughs> so we've got to be positive. Got to be positive. So till next time, that is us signing off. You've been listening to At The Bridge Pod, a Chelsea FC podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram by searching for At The Bridge Pod. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, leaving us a review is always appreciated.